Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sawyer. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Byron. And we're so glad that you guys came and join us for yet another episode. Um, so today's episode is going to be about how we interpret fun now that we're in medical school. But as always, we're going to do a little bit of spitballing before we get started. And we are very, very, very close to spring break, which all three of us are very excited for. Spitballing. What, is, what, what does spitballing mean? I don't know. I heard, I heard it somewhere. Um, I couldn't tell you. I, I like the phrase like shooting the wind or like shooting the breeze um, for these situations. Um, spitballing came closer. I think because most of the time we come up here with no real direction on what we're going to say in the beginning. We kind of just go with it. Go with the flow. Yeah, kind of. Winging it. Just winging it. Just winging it. But we're, we have just gotten through a, another block of tests. I think this time we had seven tests. I think we just had six back in February. And then we just had seven here. Um, so we're tired. Uh, but we're excited for spring break. Um, and I think a couple of us have a little bit of plans. Um, so we'll go into those. So Byron, tell me what you're doing um, over this next week. You know, over the spring break week, I am truly looking forward to just sleeping. Imagine that. Yeah. What's, what, what else? What's the, new? The thing I do best is is nothing but sleep. So I'm gonna sleep a lot. I'm gonna go to the gym. Might do a little bit of studying, but I'm really gonna take this week to myself. I remember a few months ago, I had it in my head, oh, for spring break, I'm gonna study for step. Blah, 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 blah. I'm taking the week off. I might look at a little something, something, but yeah, that's the goal. Sleep, maybe explore. Atlanta, see what it has to offer. It's a great city, man. I you think so? Been here long enough now. At this point, I know you know it's a great city, so I can't wait for you to tell us all about what you uh, discover. Dude, to be honest, I was looking at um, apartments. Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never satisfied. <laughs> um, I was looking at apartments in the Ponce area. I want to live in a loft. I want to live in a loft, and they have these lofts over in that area, and it's such a beautiful side of town. So I, I think you're onto something. Atlanta might be uh might be a good destination for me long term. Now y'all, I'm just gonna let y'all know on the backside, this man talks bad. Stop about my we're gonna my have to cut this out. My hometown, you know, like he'll come over here and joke about how just this ain't Philly and this ain't the North and Atlanta just thinks it's it's all this and that. But I'm just like, bruh, it's Atlanta. Like, well, we know we know Jeremy is is exaggerating a little bit because if you know me. If you know me, you know I would not compare anything to Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia, but I would compare it to Tampa because that's the city that I rep. That's my city. I'm sorry. TPA. You should come and make sure you experience the Atlanta beach. We do have a beach just like Tampa has a beach. What? <laughs> sorry, you remember the Atlanta beach? I don't think I know the Atlanta beach. <laughs> hey, I need everybody that's listening to this, to this podcast today, please take the time to Google the Atlanta beach. You will all be very pleasantly surprised to know that Atlanta has a beach that has been around since the Olympics. So, yeah. Oh, is this for like beach volleyball? Absolutely. I was going to waste County. I was going to waste right. my time googling Clay Cole. Shout out to Clay Cole. So, the side story. So, you know, I'm from just outside of Savannah and my um, good buddy wears a hat that says Tybee Beach Volleyball, which is not too far from where we grew up um, and we used to spend all of our time there. The cool thing about the hat is is they never played beach volleyball in Tybee. Where they play? Probably in Clayton County. I think so. <laughs> right. so yeah. So he. Uh, this. This is none of this. None of these pictures on Google Images is. There's no way this is Clayton. County. I just want to let you all know. Oh, no, this is Clayton County. I am not making this up. Atlanta has. It had. I don't know if it still has its own beach. So it's not a beach. It's an international not, park attraction. If you all have not been to the Atlanta beach, please <laughs> make sure you take the time to it's go check it out. international park attraction. Interesting. I think I must drive by this on my way back from Canada. What is it, Byron? I'm sorry. 
an international park attraction. So you can take your word beach and you can throw it out here because Tampa, Florida has the most beautiful beaches in the world. And I can agree with you on that, but I'm just going to let you know that we here in Atlanta have a beach as well. The world. Okay. (laughs) It's pretty though. I I, I mentioned how Jeremy exaggerates, but I exaggerated a lot as well. All the time. (laughs) But no, I think it's great that you're going to get a chance to just relax, be and um, travel around the city a little bit, maybe, maybe study, but I know you're going to spend most of your time getting your 12 hours in that we all know that you are accustomed to. So what are you going to do over break? Who, me? Yeah. Man, so as soon as we get done with this podcast, I am about to hop on a flight and fly off to Houston. Um, one of my best friends from college is getting married next month, and so we're going to be celebrating his bachelor party in Houston and just, you know, having a good time seeing what Houston has to offer. Might run into Beyonce. Who knows? She might be home or... Beyonce lives in Houston? She's from Houston. Oh, well, more you know. You know, but... Why, would she, why would she be there? We might run the Mad the Stallion. You know, she's from she's a hottie. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no, but we're gonna have a good time. Then I'll come back on Monday and just um kinda like what Byron said, just relax a little bit and maybe I probably will in- intentionally incorporate some step studying because I know that's coming up pretty soon. And uh just relax though. So what about you, sorry? So I think uh I think we're gonna go to see my parents um for the at least that first weekend, um or this first weekend that we have. Uh, at least for a few days. My wife, um, this is her busy season, so it's kind of hard for us to get an extended trip in. Um, so I think like a weekend trip to my parents is going to be good. Uh, maybe get to the beach, um, like a Tybee, like I just mentioned, or maybe the pool. Um, just so they can see I mean, she is, what, 15 months now? Oh, my goodness. Um, so it's nice that she gets to spend extended time with the grandparents. That's what we have planned. And I'll probably do practice questions for Step, because I do love just getting a block ambossed or U-World down. I just like practice questions. Yeah. The the dopamine burst that comes with uh, doing a question set, you know, little spurts every time you do one. It's awesome. And it just goes away when you're the one that picks the 1% wrong answer. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, because my dopamine don't be high unless I get them right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, hey, my gab will be firing. I'm like, oh, boy. Then worse than, like, just getting one, like, so wrong. Like, the rest of the country is doing fine on it. And you're like, nope. Hey, you know what hurts? It's like when you cross out those answer toys that you just know is wrong and it happens to be the right answer. I'm like, oh. But what is better than getting a question right on Amboss? If you do Amboss, five hammers. Oh, that's the best. If you, do, if you get a question right that only 15% have gotten right, oh my goodness. And that can change your little percentile thing, too. Like, you get, like, a couple five hammers right. Yeah. It's like, oh, 97%. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's go. It's awesome. But ain't nothing worse than getting that the, the one or two hammer ones that you miss. You'd be like, ooh. That's what we talk about, too, after tests, like, all the time. Like, <laughs> That's that hurt. <laughs> and we always come out of the test like saying, oh, I miss these layups. I miss these bunnies. Like, like it happens in Amboss and U-World for me, too, is I miss these easy ones that I don't need to be missing. Um, without further ado, we have just talked about all the fun stuff that we potentially have coming up for us um, during this spring break. And one thing that's kind of interesting is the longer you, or as, as we progress through med school and potentially life, um, our perception of fun has changed. Um, so right now we're going to get started in our topic on um, how we perceive fun now that we're in medical school. Jeremy, take it away. For about, honestly, from the beginning of this school year, me, Byron, and some of our other classmates and our friends, um, we're talking about, you know, we do so much with medical school, in medical school, as far as studying and taking tests, taking quizzes, whatever have you. But (laughs) Byron, at the beginning of the school year, said he wanted to make sure this year that we were incorporating more fun into our overall, you know, weekly, weekly routine. 
And so I remember asking him, like, well, what do you mean by that? Because I'm thinking, you know, we hang out at school. We hang out, go out to eat sometimes or whatever have you. But what do you mean we're not having fun? Well, he, he started getting on the topic, well, we don't do nothing. I'm like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean we don't do anything? I mean, we get up. I drive 45 minutes to come hang with you all. And you drive over here to come meet up over there. And Daryl's doing this. Prashay's doing that. Everybody's doing something to go see one another. but. We're not having fun? And so I asked myself, so what does fun look like to you, B? And to that, you said what, man? Um, I think that's a good question, Jeremy. And I had an answer because we had an hour-long conversation about it. I just think I was not accustomed to – I wasn't expecting my perception of fun to change like it has since being in med school. Okay. Um, I think that – what I deemed fun in college and before college and even during my gap year, it's not the same as is now. Mm. And it could be because I'm in a new city, a new city that is beautiful, by the way, and I have yet to have adequate time to explore the city. Okay. So I, I think there's many factors as to why. There's many factors, and it's just about trying to eliminate this. So let me ask you this then. There are absolutely many factors that contribute to why people's perception of what fun or the lack thereof are. But my question specifically for you, and I asked you that day too, was so what aren't you doing now that you used to do back then that you would say was fun for you? And granted, as we get older, things do change in terms of what we consider to be fun, which is very fair in itself, right? I think what I used to do, I wouldn't even, I'm sorry, I guess not even, it's not even about going out. It's more so the lack of responsibility that I had during my free time. Mm. That kind of gives me the false illusion <laughs> that I have less of it now. Well, I do yeah. have less of it, but like I'm having less fun because I would, I would say like in college, my gap year when I would be off of work or I wouldn't be studying in college, it was like, okay, I can I can realistically have as much fun as I want. You can turn off. I can turn off. I can flip the switch in my back like I'm Woody or something, and I can not do anything for the next two days, or I can, I can like, I just had that freedom, and I think I since I don't have it now, it's just been a harsher reality check mm-hmm. than what so I was the expecting. Way, the overall weight of responsibility has grown substantially than what you had previously. Yeah, that, that, that's what I hear too. I think Jeremy and I are on the same page. Is Responsibility is the biggest difference between then and now. Would you say that? or Definitely. Responsibility, I, I would agree. But I also think there are, and I hate to compare myself, I, but it's, it's very easy to do and you fall into it. I, I think there are people, even in our class, even... And I know social media shouldn't be a good way to compare, but there's people I see that are in in different phases in their life. They're having what they deem fun. They're taking time to themselves, and they they tell me they're having fun. So it's kind of like I, I don't think I have more responsibility than them. Maybe I could be wrong because we are in med school. And, but I just think it happened faster than what I was expecting. So, yeah. Sore? Gosh. I feel like the perception of fun for me has changed like six times in the past, I don't know, gosh, 
six years, right? So like, you know, I had the same perception of fun probably as you, Byron, um, but I've been out of undergrad a little bit longer. And so I still kind of tried to maintain that perception of fun um, quickly after graduating and working my, you know, six month gap year job um, prior to PA school. And then PA school happens and then I'm probably gotten to the, the groove that you're in now being like, well, I don't do things that I used to do, but I also had a lot more responsibility. Uh, then, you know, moving into getting married, then your perception of fun really changes. And this is something that we discussed on the last podcast is you don't see your friends as much as you used to, and you have different priorities. And so you're doing things a little bit differently, but it's a new kind of fun as well. Like, you know, getting to experience life with, with my wife and doing things together for the first time that we, despite dating for so many years, we never did before. And so that's also a whole new kind of fun that you just don't expect to happen. And then now that I have a daughter, fun is 100% different, you know? I mean, I'm thinking back to January when fun for me was watching her take her first steps or, you know, watching her try to calculate how to get around the room by walking and then falling over. Like, that's just fun. And watching her experience the world through fresh perspective and fresh eyes is is the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. So, yes, perception of fun for me has changed tremendously. Um, and I'll pass it back over to Jeremy. Yeah, so based on what you both have just shared, I feel like, Age is a key factor between you to both both of you all's perspectives as far as like what's going on in that particular time of your life based off your age. So, B, you're not you're not married right now, and so the things that Sawyer share, although they not are that very I know positive of. and great, I said not that I know of. Oh, excuse me then. <laughs> you're not to my knowledge. You're not married, and because you're not married, neither you nor I at the moment. We don't have or have kids. We don't have the same perception of that Sawyer has and what brings life and value and joy to his life. However, I think that the uniqueness that we and perspectives that we each all share and have is what helps to make, I guess, eliminate the disparities that you. Because I know Byron, you mentioned that you said sometimes you'll get on social media and look at some of our classmates that say they're having fun and doing certain things, X amount of things. I kind of want to know the people that you're watching. Are they in the same age range as you? Closer in age to you than us? Um, well, I said our classmates and non-classmates, like just people in general. Um, they they are in, in the same age demographic. So, is what you guys are is what you're saying, Jeremy? Is you feel that this perception of change, this change in the perception of fun, occurs naturally with age slash I would say for the I would say for the majority of people I do believe so. Now there are some cases, and I think we all have people and know people in our life where just because you're aging does not mean you mature. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah. So with that being said, I think at the same I think that what we value as we grow older does change. Things that we put emphasis on, things that we put our time and our energy into does change. Some people choose to hold on to things longer than others, and there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, as a professional student, I think it's okay to accept the reality that comes with having to accept the responsibility that you've chosen. And I'm glad you said the word responsibility. One of y'all said that earlier, and I didn't, I didn't think about it until you said it, but there is a responsibility that comes with being a professional student in all disciplines or in becoming an adult with responsibility. And the thing about it is we can still make time for fun and whatever we think is fun when we are at a level of 
getting done what we need to get done with. And I, I don't know that I really said that clearly, but you didn't. more so saying that fun comes when your responsibility is where it needs to be. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I think also an important, an important factor and Sora kind of mentioned it with his life. Um, describing what, what fun it, and I, we'll get to describing what we think is fun later on, but I think having an understanding of what you deem, what you deem fun is important too in the sense of how much fun you're having because if your definition of fun is something that is feasible with your schedule as a whatever you're doing as a professional student as a person that works a nine to five that's important because if my idea of fun is coming home and doing puzzles or seeing my child walk for the first time or watching them grow up I think you have a and again, like you said, it just comes with responsibility and, and age and growing up. And it kind of ties into the fact that med school ages you. All right. Like I was going to, I was also, I was just thinking about something that you said. So for me, what used to always be fun for me was to be able to go and travel. So before I started school and even before I, so I'm kind of like, sorry, I had a job as a teacher um, before I actually got into medical school. And I used to always sit at least two or three times out the year where I would take a trip, whether it be international, whether it be across the U.S. But I had to have big a money. trip. Yeah. Well, when, you know, not big money, but responsible money. You know, I always figure, I always look at life as you can do what you want to do if you plan for it accordingly most times. So I always used to say my having fun in life was to make sure I was traveling, and that always signified that. So the fact that I have been unable to travel like I used to be able and want to do, I'm not, I would say that, that, to, that to me that would define me not having fun because I'm not doing what I used to love to do. But I also am loving being in school. I'm also loving and enjoying making my connections with you all, spending time with you all, spending time with my personal family and friends as well too. Just because one part of what I used to deem absolute fun no longer necessarily takes place as frequently as it used to does not mean that what I'm doing now is not also equally as fun. Because I remember a time period where I was not happy with anything I had going on in life because I was not where I wanted to be in life. So now that I am in medical school, now that I am doing fulfilling my dream and living my dream, even though it's taking away from other parts of my life that I loved and still love, I'm okay with that for now because at the end of the day, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing it with who I want to do it with, and I'm also working towards getting back to what I used to have as well, too. So I have a quick question for Sawyer. Um, you mentioned the frequent and rapid changes that's been occurring with you in the sense of your perception of fun and what fun is to you. Um, is that is that noticeable? Like, did, did you notice the progression of the change? Like, did you have a warning signal? Like, okay, this is, this is about to change. Or has it just been, has it just come? I think it's, I think it's been gradual. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, of, like, big examples. Of, I, I guess, like, part of it is, like, going, I guess, on social media, like, when I actually do, because we talked about this before, of how I've deleted it off my phone, and, um, like, just seeing what other people are doing, and, like, Part of me like doesn't I don't miss it like some people are just doing things that I used to do that just don't seem appealing to me anymore um, but then there are other people that look like they're having more fun than me and then you sometimes you have to remind yourself that you know comparison is the thief of joy but um, 
No, I, I, I think it's just gradual. I think it gradually happens over time and you just slowly starting start losing interest and in things that you used to find like fun and then you start doing things that like new things that are fun like you just didn't expect them to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So getting outside of your comfort zone is good is a good way to find a new meaning of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And changing your perspective as well. Definitely. Um, I think sometimes too, and I, this is something else that came up in the conversation that you and I were having with another one of our friends, Byron. Sometimes we can let the outside actions and the influences of other people, and that, this, this goes for friends, this goes for family as well too, especially. The outside world would always have things going on. Around, there's always something that would be going on around you that can take away from what you currently are doing or take away from the value of what you are doing. That's a fantastic point. But you have to always, and it's important to remind yourself to give to accept where you are and what you what it took you to get to where you are, and to continue to do what you can while everything else is going on around you that might be trying to take away from that. For an instance, we have a um, companion that has dealt with a lot of different. Um, physical and mental turmoil for things that it's out of our control and it's hard to maintain and do well in life when you are dealing with the stressors and the pressure of people around us. And I think it's important for us to also understand that you can't even have, think about having fun in general, if you are not in a space or in a place where you are happy with yourself. That, that's a good point. And it, it, I guess, it kind of ties into a question I do want to ask you. Um, is fun or are you perceiving what something is? Fun? Is it like transient? Like could, could something be fun to me today and just not be fun to me tomorrow because something else externally is going on? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, everything's transient in, in, in a sense. It can be because everything is based off our emotional state and how we are currently feeling either that day, that week, that month, that year, whatever you have going on in your life. And I think some of the biggest contributors to how we internally feel about ourselves is brought out through the people that we have in our space and in our life. I mean, I think we've all have been in situations and been around people that either one, uplift you, or two, drain you. And even though sometimes it can be difficult to remove people out of your life or to separate yourself more so from people that might be weighing you down, especially family, Sometimes that happens, but you have the power and we have the power to put ourselves in positions and put ourselves in a mental play in a mental space where nothing can necessarily truly have power over you besides what you give yourself power over, if that makes sense. Giving yourself the time that you need to grow, giving yourself your time that you need to breathe, give yourself the space that you need to readjust, readapt to your current situations or your current surroundings because at the end of the day, life is going to always happen. And life is always going to, in some way or some fashion, either you know, push you towards where you're trying to get to or hold you back or even necessarily sometimes life puts a pause on you to reevaluate and reassess what you currently have going on and make you look at things in different ways than what you might not be have already had thought about doing before. Kind of like what you talked about, sorry, about how your life experiences just changed what fun is for you. Yeah, no, like I, I definitely agree with Jeremy. Um, like I, I do think fun is transient. Like Things change. Interests change. We grow as people. 
Um, so, you know, and heck, you know, some of the things that when like kind of what brought the whole topic up, you know, Byron, of you seeing other people at different stages of their lives and, and it looks like they're having fun and, and you being in a position where you don't feel like you're having fun. Like who's to say, and I feel like this may have, this probably, this happened to me, I know, is that things that you think that were fun, like you're seeing people doing things that you used to think were fun and you go and do them, they're just, they're not fun anymore. Right. I mean, like, hundred percent. Honestly, like, like going out anymore. Like that is that that has that is not lo- interesting to me at all. I loathe it sometimes. Like I'd be like, I had to, I had to get dressed. I got to pay to get in. I got to pay to go have a have a cup of whatever, or just to even go get a bite to eat. It's just, it's just a long process that just doesn't even need to be happening. <laughs> we talked about that in our conversation too. Like, yeah. it's not even a, when I was complaining. It wasn't even a, a, like a going out thing. Because like we just said going out right now, it's just not fun anymore. And I'm at the point now where my social battery drains so fast when I do go out. 20 minutes later, I first get somewhere and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. So like, I think defining what fun is for you is very important. And I think, I think a lot of it has to do with like how you look to prioritize your time. And it, like, what are your priorities as well? Um, which in your priorities shift with time, but yeah, there's so many things that 21 year old me would love to do, but you know, 29 year old. It's just different. Yeah, you're twi- you're 29. You're 29, buddy. Oh jeez. <laughs> Senior citizen. Practically, I feel like it. Starting to feel as old as you. <laughs> oh, good one. I'm older than you, aren't I? You are by yeah. about three weeks, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out to your January babies. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, just you know, over time things do change. But I think there, there's nothing wrong with change, especially when it's positive. Well, this BBC article kind of ties everything in perfectly. Kind of, uh, I'll read a paragraph from it. It says, "Research shows that both having and deciding how to spend leisure time can be very stressful. Some people feel enormous pressure to maximize their downtime with the best choices, researching more, anticipating, and spending more money. But as data proves." This pressure to maximize our fun might get in the way of our enjoyment of leisure itself. That last sentence. That last sentence, like, is like, it feels like heavy. Very heavy. I, I, what I'm thinking is, I was feeling that way because we are in such a rigorous situation, um, and because leisure time is so few and far between. I kind of glamorize a way I should be spending that leisure time instead of just recognizing there can be fun in doing nothing at all, since I'm always doing something. So it's almost like it's, I mean, it, we talked about it, I think, in the last episode of like how it, it feels like it's in the culture of medical school or professional school in general, is that like your time has to be dedicated towards studying or being a student. And I think, you know, us, you know, talking more about the culture of medicine and more medical school, like more, more um, specifically, because that's kind of like our best like reference point right now because we're not necessarily in medicine Um, but like deconstructing that and like talking about you know how we're allowed to have fun and we don't need to just focus on school all the time and I think getting away from that pressure I don't know if we would feel that way and I think social media even plays a point into it as well Uh, like the free time that we have we we need to maximize it because we see these other people doing it and we also feel like we don't have it but in reality we do have it it's a choice conscious choice yeah and yeah a conscious choice but I also feel like the game's rigged right so like that's the reason we feel this way because I'm not going to say that I don't feel the same way Byron does 
even though like most of my fun they you know, I live with my I live with my daughter and my wife and that's the people I have the most fun with um, but I'm, I would lie if I said I don't feel like I'm maximizing my time all the time um, and I but then I also feel the dauntingness of medical school in my back of my mind saying you still need to succeed you still need to do well it's important that you do well so it's just like a self-fulfilling prophecy of like not feeling like you're having enough fun exactly it's like that toxic mindset that we put in ourselves that because we're in med school subliminally we're not supposed to have any fun at all you know and that kind of plays a role like i was strong on that first year so i think that's why second year i've kind of grown up matured a little bit and seeing that i'm not having fun as a bad thing when first year i viewed it as a good thing yeah i'm having fun though i, I will say my fun my definition of fun like i mentioned earlier has definitely changed as far as like what i'm doing now but i wouldn't trade what we're doing right now for anything in the world and I think that's okay to have that. So tell me, Jeremy. So what are you doing for fun now? Well, right now I'm doing a podcast with you all, and I hey, love doing this. Hey, I love doing this oh, once yeah. a week, once a month, whenever we can get together, because it gives me a time to just relax, you know, not having to stress about what we got going on with our studies, not having to think about step study, not having to think about sometimes even my girlfriend just talking to me about her normal day-to-day stuff that sometimes I'd be like, hey, I don't really have time to really hear, but I, I'm here. I'm listening to you because I need to hear what you talk, what you have. I will say that I don't know. Just I'm, I enjoy being with my peers who are like minded, and even I enjoy even further going back and hanging with my other friends and my my family that have helped me along my journey to get to where I am today. Um, I think the happiest that I've been, honestly, besides this, this upcoming week since this this year of medical school has started was when I was traveling during the first semester this year to go be with my, all of my friends who got in who got married and engaged this past year um I I told you I love to travel and I hadn't had a chance to really do that for other people in a long time so to be able to go out during school even though it was, it was kind of like my um <laughs> my uh my whole, I got real excited because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm skipping school. I'm not studying. I'm going to go hang with my friends in Texas. Or I'm about to go hang with my friends in Alabama. Like, you know, just to go do anything beside what our normal, my normal routine would have me to do. I was just happy. You know, and I hadn't had that for a good little minute since we started school. So I think it's just it's a, it's a necessary and important reality that we have to accept and, and um, make sure that we always incorporate in our lives. But. Hopefully be, um, I'm hoping this conversation then and now is hopefully kind of helping with your, can, you know, your problem. Um, it's not necessarily a problem anymore because I, when we did have the talk, it kind of changed my perspective on a lot of things. And I would pitch the question to myself since you didn't ask me, Jeremy, very rude of you. I was going to get there next, but, you know, I just wanted to pivot just to finish my little segment. But Byron, let me ask you, though. So now that we've had all these conversations, what is fun for you now? Fun to me now is essentially just making the most of my leisure time and not feeling the pressure to make the most of my leisure time. It's kind of weird. It's a weird sentence. But um, what I mean by that is um, optimizing my time by just shutting down. Like, that's fun to me now. Being able to do absolutely nothing at this point in time something I was struggling with two months ago, is doing absolutely nothing. Um, Letting my guard down and giving myself the opportunity to make organic and fresh memories, that's fun to me. And and sleeping 12 hours. That's not necessarily fun. 
However, it's in, I would say it's enjoyable, but okay. Um, I immediately regret it. Immediately. But like you waste time. Free time that you can't use. <laughs> exactly. I guess leisure time that I can't make good memory. But you're dreaming. Um. Do you guys remember your dreams? I don't remember my dreams. I remember the I remember the ones that have. Yeah, I do remember some of them. I would say the ones that are the most intense, they always stick out in my head. So, like, for instance, last week I shared with my girlfriend I had a dream about somebody shooting me. Mm. <laughs> That's morbid. And, of course, the next thing she asked, well, well, did you die? Did you see your body? I said, no. Am I supposed to? She said, no, that just means that something's changing in your life. That's how she described it. And I yeah. said, oh. Dude, dream, be- dream research and dream biology and stuff like that, like, um, I had a friend in college that did research on that, and it was it's it's intense. I it's so like it's so skewed. Like no one knows too much about it, but yeah, it's it's pretty wild. The stuff that that they're discovering about dreams. Well, to y'all, you dreamers that listen out here, please, if you have any comments on it, please let us know your thoughts about what does it mean to get shot. I've also had a dream <laughs> lately where I was driving down a road and I fell off a cliff into a large body of water. But I didn't drown. <laughs> These are all like tying in together. So there's something going on, man. We need to get no, this is not. This this is all it, over the span of the past two years. Does it mean anything's still going a on? A big, big, <laughs> big life change coming. Um, Sawyer, you mentioned family time and seeing family development for, is is fun to you now. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, uh, just to point out, like harp on that some more. It's like quality time definitely just seems to be like the biggest thing for me. Um, just spending quality time with those two, like walks or dinner, like dinner time is so much fun for us. Uh, she's trying so much new food and just her facial expressions and just trying new stuff is, is super fun. But I've also like picked up on my hobbies. Like I've, I've tried to focus more time on being able to do things that I enjoy. Um, so you guys haven't tried it yet, but I do, you guys know that I smoke meat. And so I definitely, I really enjoy doing that. I wish that I had more time to do it because it is so time consuming. Um, but I definitely been doing more like setting aside like more like weekends to do that. Um, I started making my own potato chips, which you guys have tried today. Um, so that's good. That's really fun. Wonderful um, chips. Wonderful and, chips, man. Like, I've never been like a cooker, which is just, this is all kind of, it's just strange. And then, um, I, um, going to undertake trying to brew my own beer so that is on the horizon and i'm really looking forward to that that's fun for me and yeah and then seeing my family um like i've become a pretty big like homebody and so spending time with with my parents um and my sisters um and just watching them interact with my daughter really is like the the most fun thing for me yeah Yeah. so um but yeah so i think uh i think that's a good place to wrap it up looks like a good place I just want to make sure. Can you let us know when you're gonna have the salt and vinegar chips, Sawyer? Yes, I will. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely let you know the first time I make salt and vinegar. I'm gonna try them all. I'm gonna make salt and vinegar. I'm gonna make barbecue. I'm gonna make sour cream and onion. I'm gonna make jalapeno. And I don't know if these are even feasible with like my operation, but right now, as it stands, I'm going to try to make all those types of chips. And what if you don't like barbecue chips? That's a lie. Everyone likes barbecue chips. I like hickory. That's just a word. It's still barbecue. But it's not hickory. Are you going to hickory smoke the barbecue? No, no I'm not necessarily doing hickory smoked barbecue chips. <laughs> but they're still barbecue chips. You know, I'm, I'm very intrigued on that. Well, how. as long as you're not making any sour cream and onion, we're good. No, we're good sour there. cream and onion is going to be made. Yeah. It's a great chip. Shout out in the comments what your favorite chip is, please. What is your favorite chip? <laughs> the episode, the, the podcast episode next week or next month will be entitled what is your favorite and whatever chip? you all say is the best chip flavor sawyer would do his best to make and it'll be a two hour long episode 
sarcasm. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, kidding. okay. I'm Jeremy looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, two hours? <laughs> two hours talking about chips would be tough. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a great place to end. I think we had a great conversation today, guys. It was fun. It was very fun. Very fun. Yeah. Hey, spring cleaning. It's a great time to talk about funness, and uh, I've enjoyed every last bit of this. I, uh, oh, God, please no. I also, I also like how Jeremy dropped a bombshell on us today. Didn't even give us any warning. Oh, Seriously, man. no warning. Oh, man. What a terrible co host. We're really excited. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to see everything that's to come. And so what is it? It's March. Um, so we have Step in about two or three months. So I'd expect a few more episodes out of us um, before Step. And we'll definitely let you guys know the closer that gets about our release schedule. Um, again, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, please follow us on Twitter. Please do. At, at the Med Talk. No. Med Life. Podcast. I'm sorry about the med. Talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> the med talk. The med talk was a project that Jeremy and I had to do in meds in our first year of med school, and it's just been ingrained in me. He and won't they, let it go. And they made the podcast name so similar to Med Talk, and I keep messing it up. I've noticed it re-listening to like two or three episodes. I'm embarrassed. Guys, so just ignore me. Please follow us on Twitter at the Med Life Pod. That is our handle. Tweet us. Tweet us. Ask some questions. Tell us what your favorite chip is. Yeah, favorite chip. And also, and also, let us know what do you do for fun. Yeah, what do you do for fun? Because we would lastly, love to know. I think it's not a bad idea to crowdsource. You know, we have don't get us wrong, guys. We have tons of episodes planned, things that we really want to talk about, things that we think are really important um, to get out there. But we would love to hear what do you want us to talk about. Um, so just you know, leave us a tweet, leave us a comment, um, and we you know who knows we may pick you, we may call you out, um, and get you and, and talk about your topic. So DM us, tweet us, let us know, and I think that's it, guys. Hey, y'all have a great spring. See y'all in the next segment. Take care. See you guys. See you guys.